For Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Josh. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ben. Hello. And today we are here to talk about the brand new movie, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Some quick social media plugs before we get started. You can find the show on Twitter, at FMBN Podcast. We are also on Facebook and Instagram, at FMBN, the number four in the letter U. If you haven't already, check out last week's episode where we discussed the entire career of Tom Cruise leading up to the events of today's movie. Alright, so now let's talk about Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's any secret if you've seen any of the reviews or, or TV spots that this movie is fantastic. I know I know, me and Ben really enjoyed it. We were pumping our fists in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie made me jump out of my seat a few times. I loved it. Very action packed. We wanted to see it in 4D to really. I can't imagine what the 4D must be for this. You must be jerking around at all times. <laughs> There's so many jet scenes in this movie. Oh, and they're all incredible. And to know that the pilots were real or the actors were actually in a in a jet filming just blows my mind. Must have been terrifying. <laughs> I listen. I'd have been terrified. Yeah. I can guarantee that. I'd be passing out and shitting myself at the same time. I think so. Some of those pass-out scenes were real. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. If that, <laughs> when that one guy passes out, was that real? If not, he's a really good actor. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how they did it so well to where it looked like they were actually pilots, but they were backseat drivers the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they filmed that. It's probably because the cockpit in the jet is so fucking long that as long as you have the curvature of the back of it, it looks like, oh, that's just a one-man jet even though it's this yeah. enormous vehicle well i think i honestly think they they had co-pilots so they the way they filmed it is uh everybody was filmed separately in their own jet but they spliced it so you had a pilot and a co-pilot in each jet which was yeah. weird uh but compared to the original movie the f- fighting scenes and the the jet scenes were amazing because the original movie wasn't filmed like that yeah, and they they had a things were a lot stricter. They had a lot harder of a time filming it back then. Like they reuse shots. Like when they made a they there's only one real jet explosion in the original one, and yeah, they just it filmed expensive. it at so many different angles that they just reused the same shot over and over and over. Yeah, again. that's brilliant, actually. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll kind of go through the story a little bit. There, there's. Huge gaps where it's just, oh, and then they're just training, so there's not much to say, but, I mean, we'll just go quickly over what the story is about, and then we'll just talk about kind of our favorite scenes or, or who we liked or if we had any issues or anything like that. Um, this picks up 30 years, 30-ish years. How many years has it been? 32? 32 years, I believe. 36 years, something like that. Was it 36? 36, yeah, because it was 86. Oh, Lord. 36 yeah. years later. 36 years later. Tom, uh, Maverick is still at it. Tom Cruise still at his best. He's do, at a facility where they're making some sort of like test jet that will break the Mach barrier. Yeah, so it needs to break Mach 10. 
which then they later go Mach 10 in a regular jet. So I don't, <laughs> I didn't understand that part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they are close to being shut down because the the military is kind of moving towards unmanned aircrafts and stuff like that. Like right, they're gonna pull their funding. Dogfighters and and manned jets are are becoming a thing of the past. And Ed Harris is is the admiral. He shows up to shut this down, but sneaky Tom Cruise, he's not having that. So that he jumps jumps ahead of schedule, and they take off. I guess that scene was real, where the jet flies over and the roof of the building shifts. It was, but like they, they didn't use. They didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> right. So they ruined. They destroyed that set on accident, but left it in the film. Yeah. And why um, not? It's super cool. <laughs> but I don't think I think that black jet that's in the movie is superimposed over a regular jet. Yeah, I don't jet. think it's real. Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen live footage of the regular jet going over Ed Harris. Yeah. Well, that um, that the black jet he's flying too. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's basically just a smaller version of a blackbird. Yeah. But the windshields are only on the side, so you can't see what's directly in front of you. It doesn't it's make all any digital, sense. Digital baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he goes up and uh, he finally reaches Mach 10, but then he, he burns out and crashes and ejects. Well, that's because he tried to push it to like yeah. 10.2. Maverick's always got to be be a maverick. He's always got to push yeah. things. So and, it costs the government millions in test pilot uh, or in a test jet. This movie really made me... Uh, be humble about how little I know about the rankings of officers in the military. Right. Because they're like, he's a captain. I'm like, oh, yeah, a captain, that's pretty good. And then they spend the whole movie going, you're, you're just a captain? That isn't shit. Why aren't you this? Why didn't you go? For-? I'm like, oh, I thought captain was uh, was up there. What about our boy Captain Grunch? Right. He's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he is basically punished well, punished would be he would be fired, but Val Kilmer's Iceman is is running the show. He's an admiral. He's a, yep, he's an admiral that can't speak because he's got like throat cancer. Throat or something. cancer. Yeah, but he's always got Maverick's back, so he sends him to Top Gun to train cadets in the secret mission of this uh, again an undisclosed country, <laughs> just like the first one is up to some shady shit. Well, yeah, you know you can't make war movies about anybody without getting in trouble yeah. so um yeah this one is is some country is running an underground plutonium refinery and they're they're going to start making weapons so but it's in the middle of this canyon so they want Tom Cruise to teach the best of the best how to do an impossible mission a mission that's impossible if you will. oh snap <laughs> <laughs> so he really Jerry Maguire's this shit. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. show me the plutonium. <laughs> they have this mission that they have to fly really, really close to the ground and then fly up a mountain, barrel roll over the top, dive. <laughs> and then oh, shoot man. in and then hit a small target, Star Wars style. As Ben pointed out while we were watching the movie. <laughs> it's exactly like Star Wars. They had to shoot it once to open the hole and then shoot it again to, to blow up the refinery that's underground. So, uh, as the movie would say, they have to have two miracles that work. Yeah. 
back to back. Uh, Tom Cruise is now directly answering to John Hamm, who is a huge asshole in this movie. Wicked. Yeah, he's a real wicked prick. asshole. Uh, Hamaconda is Hamaconda. He hates Tom Cruise. Apparently, in this movie, he hates Maverick and really just wants to see him fail. Everybody so hates him, he, pretty much. He, you either love him or you hate him. Yeah, he's pretty much up his ass the whole time uh, to get things done right, or he's going to bounce him right out of the military. So he has to be on his best behavior, which, you know, Maverick can't do. <laughs> he can't be on his best behavior. Yeah, he he is. Uh, he rekindles a romance with what's her name? You, Penny Benjamin. You said they mentioned her in the first movie? So, so many people do not know who Penny Benjamin is. Uh, but basically, when Maverick and Goose were getting in trouble um, at the very beginning of the movie, in the first one, uh, after doing the flyby on the tower, uh, and they're getting yelled at by Principal from Back to the Future, <laughs> uh, one of his uh, things that he said was um, that... You've been in trouble like this. You've been put in hock by twice, uh, hock twice by me, and then you flew something like a you buzzed the admiral's daughter, and just out of nowhere, Goose is like Penny Benjamin, and Tom Cruise just smiles and kind of shakes his head, and that was it. It's the only time you ever hear Penny Benjamin's name. But now she's and played by Jennifer Connelly. They did. So they introduced Penny Benjamin, which is fantastic. She becomes a full character now instead of just some crazy name just left out there in the blue. A little weird at the end. They they really made her look exactly like the girl from the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> they dressed her exactly the same and gave her the same car. It was really weird. Yeah. But that was nice. She's great. and They're great. They have a nice little romance in this movie that I thought was much more believable than the one he has in the first one. Yeah, absolutely. This one was because uh, you don't really know their backstory until this movie that they dated a long time ago and yeah, that he was he's a, a prick to her. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that he had come back a couple of times because then he apparently after the events of the first movie a couple of years later he was a a teacher at Top Gun for a couple months but he couldn't hack it because he just he didn't want to teach he wanted to be flying. Yeah, so they bounced him out of the Top Gun. For being for being him and teaching his way, and then we find out that on the team is is Rooster, son of Goose, played by uh, Miles Teller. I don't think they could have found a better person. Yeah, he I... he looked really good. He even said like when he auditioned for it, he didn't really see how he would be the son of Meg Ryan and and uh, Anthony. What is his name? Uh, Anthony Daniels. No, is it uh, Daniels? Anthony. Edwards? Oh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. And uh, why did where did I come up with Daniels? I don't know. Felt like Jeff, Edwards. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. <laughs> but uh yeah, he said once they lightened his hair and he grew the mustache in, he was like, "Oh, yeah, now I can see it." And he his... he did a great job. He is enormous in this movie. <laughs> I I didn't realize that man was that tall. Well, when you're working against Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> when you're all, all five three of Tom Cruise. Yeah, everyone looks uh, enormous. But I thought they did a great job giving him the lines that uh, Goose had said, a couple of lines in the first movie that he actually got to repeat in this one. And like you singing forget... Great Balls of Fire? Yeah, not just that, but <laughs> uh, in 
the original movie when they're spinning out, he's like, this is not good, this is not good. Uh, Rooster has that line at least once, uh, and it sounded just like uh, Anthony Edwards, and I thought they did a great job casting. I thought he did a great job, you know, with the mannerisms and the acting, just like his, his father in the movie. I thought he was... I thought he was perfect for the role, and I thought the story was really good. That whole yeah, a lot of the the story, the whole story of the movie is fantastic. But their their relationship and Tom Cruise, who's an actor I like, but he really does some good acting in this movie. That man's crying on cue and shit. <laughs> like yeah, he doesn't usually yeah. act like that. No, it was a very emotional movie. I mean, it it got me a lot. I mean, it, it pushed my my emotion buttons. In in the right way. Bringing back Val Kilmer just made my my heart hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that just, was uh, that was just that was choking me up a bit. Yeah, it's hard to watch him in that that type of, you know, to know he's failing and his body's failing and he's just not as as w- what he used to be. You know what I mean? Just watching him now is like, ugh. And he still did a great job. Oh yeah, he did one of that man can. Uh, show emotion without talking and it's it blows my mind and he did a great job with it i enjoyed it very much and then yeah and then we cried like babies <laughs> then they make you cry <laughs> but uh yeah they, they so they have to run this mission so it's a lo- the the vast majority of the movie is just them training for this exercise and and team building and all this stuff right we have a real, and then there's we have a real good team we got new ice man <laughs> Yeah, Named he's a douchebag. He's the yep. exact same character. He's just an asshole. Yep. And Goose is now like the maverick of the group, right? The underdog. Kind of, yeah. But he, or not Goose, he's uh, the Rooster. Rooster, but he's the opposite because he's he doesn't take chances. He's too much of a pussy. Like he chokes right, under right, pressure. Right. Um, but somehow he's the be- He's considered one of the best of the best. <laughs> Can't pull yeah, the trigger, but he's. Good I don't to know. But yeah, there's a whole whole fun team, and uh, then they have to earn their spot. The whole there's a group of them, and they have to earn their spot as the top five, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, he's got to whittle it down, and then have like a backup team. And it's all it's all Tom Cruise wants to be in the mission, and then it turns out he's the only one that can run the mission. So then he's the leader, and then. Uh, they go to what I'm going to assume is fake Russia because it looked like Russia, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they execute the mission. And then, but but Tom Cruise gets shot down, which I did not see coming. Yeah, they had to have a dogfight, uh, and Tom Cruise saves a rooster's life by getting in the way of a a, a missile. So rooster gets rooster gets to get away, and Tom Cruise gets shot down. And That's uh, yeah. That's the frightening part. Yeah, which was really scary. I'm like, where are they going to go from here? Like, he didn't <laughs> he didn't blow up in the sky, so he's, now he's on the ground. He's in yep. enemy territories. There's and only then, about ten minutes left of this movie. <laughs> oh wait, no, he wasn't safe. Rooster was his. Yeah, yeah. So then Rooster went back for him. Yeah, against orders, he went back against to save orders. his life. He shoots down like, a helicopter and then gets ground to air missiled. Yep, and then gets taken out. <laughs> And then it's 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 Goose and Maverick or Rooster and Maverick on the run, stealing enemy jets, flying away, and they having over, another dog fight in a yeah, jet like that. They get into another dog fight with some more advanced ships and somehow win. 
and then with a uh, forty-year-old jet. When they get almost back to the the helicarrier, they they uh, are about to get shot down. But then, what did I say his name was? Hangman. Hangman comes in and saves the day. Yep. He still thinks he's the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's an arrogant prick. But then they have their "You can be my wingman any day" moment. Yeah. Everybody came around. Everybody. It was a good, good team building exercise. <laughs> a good story. And then uh, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I definitely want to see it again. Then uh, Tom Cruise and his lady go off for a romantic flight (laughs) in in an airplane that he built. Yep. And I, you know, honestly, I think that's his plane. Yeah. And then (laughs) Lady Gaga plays. (laughs) And Lady Gaga did an epic song for this. Uh, It's not as epic as "Take My Breath Away," and it won't be as iconic, but it's good. It's really, really good. Um. The whole soundtrack was good because they used a lot of snippets from the original soundtrack. Yeah, the the um, entire opening is the exact same opening, basically. It's I the same music. I want to know. I feel like they used the same footage. I don't know. They look like newer newer stuff, but I don't know. It just uh, the footage it's still of the epic. opening. Yeah, you hear that one first note, and you're like Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Aircraft carrier, Tom Cruise. Let's go. Uh, this this movie was delayed what two years, so we should have seen this back in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. So, I think was twenty twenty real estate. Yeah, I'm 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 sad that it was delayed, but it was well worth the wait. Anything that they had to put into it, they did. They did a great job. Yeah, I was surprised how much I liked it because I really liked it. Like I want to see it again in the theater. I'd like to go. We should go to see it in IMAX to get the uh, full experience. I a hundred percent agree with that statement. Uh, IMAX is where we should go. Yeah, we thought our IMAX theater was closed, but we've recently found out that it is open again. So, well, yeah, they closed at uh, the tail end of 2019, or at the beginning of 2019, they went out of business, uh, and then apparently some other company bought them and reopened them. Yeah, so we're gonna go now. Now we can go back to IMAX. Yay! We're a small state. We got tiny little IMAX. Yeah, <laughs> one IMAX, one IMAX within a hundred miles. Pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, what did what did you think worked the, about this movie, or or what did you think didn't work as well? Like, there, I wouldn't say there's too many negatives about this film at all. I think it all worked. Uh, the storyline worked. The actors were all really good. Having a a a, a diverse cast now because you had ladies too, that were fighter pilots. Yeah, um, which you didn't have in the first one. I thought that opened up a whole new door. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, Ed Harris was Ed Harris. He's always great. I kind of wish it had been Ed Harris the whole time and not John Hamm, because I, I didn't think that John Hamm brought much to the table in this. Besides John Hamm being is, an asshole, but it was a little yeah, one note. Very true. Uh, but John Hamm doesn't change his acting style. That's John Hamm. I think the problem, too, is that John Hamm is younger than Tom Cruise, but looked significantly older than Tom Cruise. <laughs> Just because yeah, Tom does. Cruise drinks baby blood or whatever the fuck he does to stay <laughs> youthful. He's got that dark hair. John Hamm's got some gray going on, and they're both about the same size. They're not giant men, so I don't know. It was, it was just a pissing match between the two of them that didn't really work. There was there was a little bit of rehashiness in this though, when it came to like things like Rooster and and New Iceman. It was the exact same type of rivalry. Yeah, and well, beat for beat on this movie, they did the whole beach scene with the balls and yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, that's the same. You think this is going to be the last movie we see Tom Cruise pop the top? For Tom, for Top Gun, I think so. I hope this ended it. I don't think they need to do another one. No, I mean, take his shirt off. Oh, take his shirt off. He's getting a little old to be popping his shirt off. Um, I mean, if I look like that at his age, I'd take my shirt off. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, kudos for him for keeping up with all those young kids. That's true. But... I don't know, man. He is getting he's getting a little barrel chested. Yeah. Little, I mean you just little... can't help it. Once you get to that age, it just starts yep. to happen. It starts to droop. He's never had a giant chest though. No. His chest has always been flat. He's just been toned. Um, but now his stomach's starting to distend a little bit, so he's got that old man even though he's got a six pack still. Yeah. He's got that yeah, old he's man. Still got rocking abs, but he's getting the <laughs> poncho around but, it. Yeah. And I didn't expect uh, Miles Teller to be built like that at all. I thought he was a just a joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just kind of a scrawny kid, and, and uh, he beefed the fuck up for this movie. Yeah, he did. Well, they said beach scene, so he's like, all right, I got to work out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the first time he's done. He did like a boxing movie where he got all jacked up for that, too. Oh, I'd never seen him in that. Never seen it. What else is there to say? Um, honestly, I just think everybody needs to just go watch this movie and judge for themselves whether they like it or not. But uh, I, I am sure that this is the second best movie of my entire life. Yeah, just you liked it that much. I did. Top Gun and Top Gun Two. I mean, that right there is my first two, and then you know, Spider Man, uh, No Way Home is my my third. It was my second, but this this knocked it out of contention. Yeah, I, I would. I didn't like it that much, but I did. I, did. I really liked it. I did. Like I said, it it was an epic movie. It just will not have the same punch as the original. Yeah, I still would have liked a cover of "Take My Breath Away" by somebody. Gaga could. It would have been that. good. Well, they've done it. You know, she would have done a great job doing it. Yeah. Um, it would have been good to have in there, but again, they wanted something new, something different. I and mean, it's good. They played Danger Zone. <laughs> Of course they did. Twice. You can't get away. You can't get away from Danger Zone. Yeah. Thank God no one. Thank God that wasn't a cover. I didn't want that to be a cover. Oh, that would have sucked. I didn't want Panic at the Disco to be playing Danger Zone or whatever the <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, that would have been horrible. <laughs> that would have been horrible. The bar they they were in this time was a lot different than the original. This one looked more like a real bar. Yeah, this was definitely a real bar. I don't. Th- I don't know that those rules fly. You put your cell phone on the counter, you pay for everybody's drinks. That's a little... Hell, I'd be geez, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, that was her rule. Yeah. And if he, if he wants to tap that ass, he's going to follow her rules. I can't believe he paid for all that. Uh, well, he had the money. Yeah. Been a test pilot for a long time. He's you a, know how much money you get for He's danger. a captain, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he's rolling in the dough. That's right. Captains don't make a ton of money. No, I'm sure. Apparently. But being a... Being a test pilot for thirty years, so you get that danger pay. Yeah, <laughs> you make some money. Well, that's why he lives in his own little hangar there. Yeah, he had a nice little squishy life, didn't he? Yeah, living on an airport, building his own airplane. What I don't get at the beginning of that movie, you know, he gets called up to go do that test flight, and he gets on his motorcycle from the eighties, the the original. Yeah, and then that's the last time you see it. The next motorcycle he has is new. And it's like, well, yeah, just like he has uh-huh. his Mavericks jacket on in the beginning, and then he just goes down to a regular like members only jacket. So they they did that. He he just did that for prosperity. He's like, ah, check this out, uh, yeah. nostalgia. And there's no reason for me to do it, but I'm gonna do it <laughs> for this one one historic flight, maybe. 
But that was the only thing I had questioned about was why did he pick that bike and that jacket for just that one scene and never <laughs> wore them again throughout the rest of the movie. Because he knew Danger Zone was playing. That's right. He knew Danger Zone was going to play on his way to the yeah, and then he's, airport. Then he's on like a brand new Ducati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, where did, hold on, where did that come from? And that, I don't know if that's the original motorcycle from the first movie, but they made it look like it was. Yeah, it, it was sure all beat like to shit. The jacket looks exactly the same. Yep. Yeah, the jacket could be replicated. The bike? I don't know, not so much. You got to be perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think 10 out of 10. I'm good on this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd definitely give it a 10 out of 10. I really liked it. I didn't, like I said, there's not much I can say bad about it. I didn't really see any flaws in it besides. It being a little repetitive, but it was it was still it wasn't repetitive enough for it to be an issue. Nope. I've seen I've seen much worse movies where it's like, <laughs> oh, this is ex- the exact same film over again. You lazy assholes. Oh, you mean the latest Matrix movie? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's just a retelling of the original story. Damn it. <laughs> um, this was this was pretty much set up the same way. It was pretty much a, the same story, just with a few extra added bonuses in there you know you got a mission you got to do this uh you fall in love with a girl uh you got to train new people it was it was the same movie just told for now and i loved it yeah yeah i thought they told a really good story all the emotional stuff really hit you the way it was supposed to val kilmer dying really fucking that was a tearjerker that was a dagger to the heart yeah Tom, well, his acting is what did it, because he was very emotional. Yeah. Yeah, and Tom Cruise really, he he hammed it up in that one. Yeah, when, uh-huh. when he wants to act, he can act. <laughs> I but, loved it. Yeah, we loved it. Two thumbs up. But uh, let us know what you thought of the movie. You can do so by reaching out to us on Twitter, FMBM Podcast. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, at FMBM, the number four in the letter U. If you want some of our sweet merchandise... Please get some at our Threadless store, which is fmbn.threadless.com. We will see you next week when we do Jurassic Park commentary leading up to the release of Jurassic Park Dominion. The the what park? Jurassic Park. (laughs) Okay, Jurassic Park Dominion. How dare you. (laughs) How dare you! But yeah, (laughs) until then, I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Foreigners by Nerds Podcast. Stay nerdy, my friends.